Welcome back, know-it-alls. Thanks for listening to the show. And as always, give us some feedback about what we are doing so we can make sure you're having a good time listening to us. Welcome back to another episode of Answers for Everything. Welcome back, Nodals. So we got Charlie Ray on the end here. Uh, we were chatting earlier today, and it struck me as odd that he said he had like an event to go to tomorrow. And being a Canadian, I was like, oh, what, what are you doing? And then it crossed my mind. Fuck, it's July 4th. That's a huge thing for you, right? Well, it is. You know, uh, 4th of July has always been a tradition as a celebration of the birth of the country, you know, the... Uh, declaration of of independence and all that. And despite the fact that many in the United States are tending to look down on it for whatever reason nowadays, uh, I've always been traditionally very much a patriotic person. Yeah, well, there's nothing wrong with being patriotic. I think those people are probably thinking like, oh, it's a country built upon slavery. But I mean, it's Mm -hmm. hard to find a country that isn't built upon slavery. So just because you're celebrating a country doesn't mean you need to celebrate the negative things in that country. You can you can include all the good things in what you're celebrating and then, you know, think about and learn your lesson and try to have resolve for the things that aren't positive about the beginnings of a country. Right. You're absolutely correct. I mean. I don't expect that the founding fathers of our country were perfect, just like I don't expect that any human being ever alive has ever been perfect. I mean, if you're going to tell me you could take a random, God, I should know this, how many founding fathers there were at the signing of the Declaration of Independence. If you were to take that number of random people from the United States today, do you think you'd have 100% perfection in them? No, I bet there's going to be plenty of them that are going to have skeletons in their closet. Absolutely. yeah. And, and as far as I've considered, and the way I've always looked at it, is a country is a living, breathing thing. You get better and you improve and you go along as best you can. But I definitely don't think that trying to go back and find all the problems of the past is the best way to create a more inclusive future. I think it's, it's definitely not the path to go on. And while one might acknowledge and want to do better and, and acknowledge that the people had flaws of the past, they are the basis of this country and they are what allows the people who have dissent today to actually be able to speak their mind. And they don't give that any um, respect. You know, uh, that's, that's kind of what I think. And the thing is, is that you have studied history much or you know much about uh, what happened, a lot of what happened around the uh, founding of the country, they had to get the buy-in of the Southern colonies. And the Southern colonies, you know, unfortunately were a slave-owning society set up from the agricultural set up to to what they were based on. And if the United States wanted to have any shot at success of breaking away from England, they needed the support of those other colonies and the people there. And, you know, I don't think that it was anything other than a brokered compromise, which, you know, was later borne out by the, you know, uh, as you got through the early 1800s on that you got into the 
you know, where they said, okay, well, no more states will be added that are slave states, right? Yeah. And you had you had the whole uh, the whole situation, which I'm very familiar with with local history, which was the, the battle between the border states of Missouri and Kansas, because Missouri was admitted to the Union as a slave state, while Kansas was admitted as a free state. And that was a very bloody border conflict before Kansas became a state over whether or not they might become a slave state or a free state. And there's, you know, uh, you know, you know, that's when, you know, Jesse James time frame, you know, that was, the, you know, Quantrell's Raiders, the abolitionist Jim Brown, which was part of what launched the Civil War was from Kansas, you know, when he did the raid on Harper's Ferry in, I believe it was in Virginia, which was one of the things that kicked off the Civil War. So, you know, my area has a lot of ties to, you know, part of the eventual, uh, you know, Civil War and, and to the, you know, the defeat of the South and the freeing, the freeing of the slaves just uh, on on general principle, but yeah, I don't expect the founding fathers to be perfect, but I don't expect us to try to erase any kind of commonality that we have as Americans. Yeah. And whether you, and, and if you don't like that, you know, I there's always the people who say, well, if you don't like it, leave the country, and then people, of course, respond, well, it's my country too, I can stay. And then, and then I'm like, well, why don't you tell that to people who are coming to America fleeing their countries? Why don't you tell them to stay and fight for their country? So, you know, there's a lot of hypocrisy around what the right thing to do is. Um, uh, but, you know, the thing is, is I kind of feel like if you're in a country, then you need to respect the country that you're in and, and, and be more positive, I guess, about the possibilities of what this country allows us to do. And the fact that we are unfortunately becoming less free, I think, when you see the results of the last year and the tyranny based around uh, the pandemic and everything else of what governments can do to us when we don't, when the people or the populace don't, don't control their government. When you become just a peasant who's being treated just like the way that the United States citizens or, well, at this point, they were just English colonies were by King George. Well, then it's a problem. And that is and that is why the 4th of July is is something that I think should remain important. As long as you're better today than you were yesterday, you're growing as a person. And if everybody is like that, soon the whole country is growing. And no matter whatever mistakes you made in the past, if you're better than that now, that shows growth. And that's important. You don't Absolutely. forget. You don't forget what you did. You don't just like, you know, cover it up. You admit it. You apologize. And you try and make things right, and then you move forward. Absolutely. I mean, I don't think that there's anything wrong with discussing the flaws that a human being might have. But at the same time, if you just focus on the flaws and you don't acknowledge some of the positives they had, that's kind of wrong, too. I mean, look at Abraham Lincoln, for example. His name was taken off of a school because he didn't do enough because he treated the Native Americans bad. Yeah, but he did a lot of good things, too. And it's like, it's like, where do you figure out what percentage of being good enough means you're a good person? And what percentage of things you did that weren't so great means you're a bad person? And it's, who gets to decide that? Exactly. It's, it's very subjective. So apparently the people with the loudest voices on the Internet are the only ones who can create change. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Well, that, that just are, seems weird, right? Well, it's either that or Molotov cocktails and, you know, black hoodies and. and yeah, well, I don't I don't think that's the best route to go. But <laughs> I don't think it is either. But apparently uh, it's good for news uh, ratings. It, it is good for news ratings. And, um, you know, I. I uh, yeah, it's just it's just a mess. But but hopefully, you know, the Fourth of July tomorrow is going to be, you know, celebrated around the United States in, in a good way. And a lot of people are going to have 
you know, family get togethers, get together with friends, get together with, uh, you know, like I said, their family and, you know, have some good food. And hopefully somewhere along the way between possibly day drinking tater salad and, and fireworks, <laughs> they happen, they happen to remember what the 4th of July stands for. See, that's just it. Are most people just like, woohoo, holiday, can't wait. And they don't really care about it. They just know they have the day off and they get to light some fireworks and eat some food and get drunk. Do you think that's more important to people these days than the actual reason why they get to do that tomorrow? I think there's definitely a set of people. Um, you know, I uh, respect everybody's beliefs, but a very uh, large group of people who I don't know that they stand for much of anything anymore in, in the United States. I mean, you but know, they're happy, uh, they're happy to take the party on July 4th. Uh, absolutely. You know, I mean, they're, you know, they might be, you know, secular, they might be, you know, atheist, they might, they might not have any kind of belief in a higher power, which is fine. That's a right of an American to believe whatever you want to believe. If you want to believe in Jesus and the power of, of the Lord, that's perfectly right as well. You know, if you have other beliefs, you know, everybody's got the rights. If you want to be, a, I think it's a Zoroastrian and, and, and I think they you know, worshiped fire gods. Hey, if that's your thing, go for it, you know, but the thing is, is I think most people, they just don't have any beliefs. They, they, and this is not about religion, but it's about just, they don't have really any goals. You know, a lot of them are just there. They just consume and go about their day, celebrate the holidays, you know, maybe play video games, maybe spend too much time drinking, partying, and just, they don't stand for anything really. It's just, they exist and and nothing really matters to them, and and they're and they're not educated about it, and they don't want to be, and that's and that is probably what I would say is probably one of the biggest downfalls uh, around America these days. The ignorance is all-consuming. Yes. Uh, so as for July Fourth, what do you like? Your you grew up celebrating, right? Like every year was a big deal, or was it not a big deal? Well, again, um, my family wasn't any more you know, super patriotic than anybody else. I mean, you know, we celebrated the 4th of July. We acknowledged that it was, you know, Independence Day. I mean, we didn't have any like sit down family discussions talking about, you know, the founding fathers or anything like this. I mean, it was basically a day off. Uh, you know, we sometimes my dad would barbecue out and cook and he had some certain dishes that he'd only cook once a year when we did the barbecue. And I always loved it. I mean, he made this this baked potato dish where he'd slice it and put onions in it and, and bake it together. It was delicious. And, you know, but we'd have a family get together, usually at my grandmother's house. Sometimes we'd have them at my, at my house, but usually more at my grandma's. So how many it, people would be at this family get together? You mentioned you, your grandma, your dad. Well, in the seventies, of course, you know, when everybody, when all my uh, aunts and uncles and cousins were younger, they, they'd still get together at my grandma's house. So, so usually it'd be, uh, I'd be there. Uh, my mom and my dad, uh, my aunt, my uncle, uh, my other uncle, all their kids. So probably about four or five cousins plus me and, and then my grandma and grandpa. Uh, and, you know, that that was mostly through the 70s into the uh, mid 80s till my grandfather passed away. And then, of course, uh, a lot of my uncles and and their kids started having kids. So they started kind of branching out more into their own family, you know, get together. So probably by the uh, early nineties, it was pretty much down to mostly just my grandma, my, my aunt, me, my mom, and, and my dad. And, and that was pretty, it was pretty small. So, uh, and I'd blow some fireworks off until they got to the point where they made it illegal in the city that I, that she lived in. 
can't blow anything up. All you can do is use sparklers and, <laughs> and, and, and snakes and, you know, smoke bombs and stuff like that. You know, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't like in the seventies, man, you could shoot bottle rockets off and, you know, M eighties and black cats. My one time I, I, one of my favorite things in the, it was super dangerous and super stupid, but it's so awesome is my dad made a, a, a mortar, you know, like, uh, yeah. like the military mortar for shooting bottle rockets. You know, he was a, a machinist and an ace welder. So he built it, you know, it had legs it folded out. I mean, it was it's still, I still have it. It's, it's a nice well-built mortar for shooting bottle rockets and we're driving around and I'm in the back of the pickup truck, which back in the seventies, you could get away with that. And we're driving through the country and I'm just shooting bottle rockets off out of the back of a moving truck. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you should be doing that tomorrow to celebrate man you know it's, it's you know it's like hey i i uh, you know it's kind of like you know being overseas in some of those dangerous countries where they drive around shooting weapons out of the back of trucks i'm driving around and yeah except you know you're not getting shot back well yes there there is that too but uh yeah that was that was a fun memory one year but usually we'd just go out and we'd have the border we'd set it up somewhere kind of out in the country and i'd shoot off you know a a gross or so of bottle rockets until my hands were just covered in black suit. And I smelled like, I smelled like a, a bomb factory, you know, from, from all the fireworks I shot off. And, you know, and as I got older, I got tired of, of fireworks and it just really wasn't my thing anymore. And, and then honestly, I really, you know, mainly it's just about getting together and eating with family. That's really about the main thing that really happens for me at this point in life. So, so what you're saying tomorrow when yeah. you get up for the day, you don't have you don't have to go to work. You're not going to be shooting off fireworks. You're just going to be having a meal with close family. Probably, I I was going to go to, and I may or may not still go. A friend's mine had bought a house a couple of years ago. They moved uh, to another city here in town, and they're having a they got a pool and they're having a friends get together and food and, and fireworks are legal in that city. So I've got some old fireworks that I'm kind of scared to try out because they're like eight, to 10 years old. And I'm like, either they're going to just be like complete duds or you're going to like try to light it. And it's going to immediately go off because the, the, the fuses on them are so dry. It's just like, poof, you know, so, uh, you can't yeah. use the mortar for that. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, do what I used to do, which is I, I put the bottle racket right there on the lip of it. And then I light it when the fuse goes away, it drops and then it shoots right away. Yeah. But, but I'm going to have a very long punk. I'm not going to be like holding it, you know, like real <laughs> close. Cause, cause I'm not stupid and I don't want to be known as three fingers, Charlie Ray in the future. <laughs> so, you know, you gotta be pretty dumb. I mean, you know, nothing against people who have fireworks accident, but you know, I've made it to 50 and uh, I still got all my digits and I haven't blown my pecker off either. So uh, despite your dad's best efforts of throwing you in the back of a truck with a handmade mortar and saying, Hey, launch this shit. You're seven. Go for it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I miss the seventies, man. We, we really lived on borrowed time back then. And if you weren't <laughs> smart, you didn't make it out of the seventies, you know, man, if only it was like that today, maybe less uh, cars on the road, less people on the street. I don't know that half the people today would make it if they had to survive by seventies rules. I can no, tell you what, no way. There's not enough. There's not enough crying rooms for all the the the, the tears of sadness from the bullying yeah. back in the seventies. You know. Yeah. You know these these people today don't know what it's like trying to walk home two miles and duck gangs of people who just want to randomly beat your ass for the color of your skin. <laughs> so until you do, you got no place to talk about being triggered to me. <laughs> so hey, you know whatever. Uh, I know I'll survive if the zombie wars happen, and they won't. So. 
I'm not doing anything for the Independence Day tomorrow because living in Canada and being a Canadian, I don't, I don't have that. We, we have our July 1st, which is a couple of days ago. And I spent the day working as usual. Right. I, and I think that comes down to, I grew up in a town where it was like super touristy. So every long weekend, the town would be packed. The hotels would be full. The marinas would be full. All the people from Vancouver area and Alberta would come out to party at like the warmest place in Canada. So, and being in that town, that was like a busy time to work. So I, w- I worked literally every long weekend from May through August, pretty much from the ages of like 13 to 20. So something instilled in me that I, you just, it's a long weekend, just work. Unless you right. have actually something you're going to go do, just, just work. So if you don't have plans and you just go, oh, I need the day off because I need to celebrate my independence. Like, I love the country I live in. I don't need to have a special day of the year to celebrate it. Things are a little bit different this year in Canada. There's, I don't know if you get the news down there about it, but we've had, I think, three schools, like unmarked graves. Have you heard about the the residential schools? About the Indigenous children situation? Yeah, I have. So you you do hear that. You do get that kind of news. It's not exactly uh, the biggest headlines, but yeah, Yeah. we see see that. I don't know if if you, I can't even fathom the idea that They've only like searched three school grounds and found over 1300 bodies. That's and they terrifying. said there, there was over 100 of those schools in the country within the last hundred years. Wow. So, I mean, if you're doing the math, um, you don't want to do the math. No, no. You so that, those are all recent discoveries within like two weeks before our independence day. So nobody I knew actually did anything at all celebratory for this country a couple of days ago. Wow. They all took the day off. They're like, nope, I'm going to post some stuff on Facebook about the color orange. I'm going to celebrate uh, not Canada Day, but I'm going to celebrate the people who gave their lives for no reason to a country that didn't treat them very fair. So it's it's super somber out here, but things are different. A couple of years ago when I was living close to a border town, I grew up right on the border of the Canada and the U.S. for the first like 20 years of my life. And there was a stretch there when I lived in the Vancouver area and I was right on the border and we would go on July 4th because it wasn't a holiday for me. I was able to get it off easily. Right. Nobody booked it off because nobody right. celebrated it. So right. I, I always, I didn't book off July 1st. I always worked it because I got paid time and a half and everybody else wanted to have it off to go celebrate. But I booked off July 4th so that I could get my car and drive down to the U S right. and watch you guys celebrate. So there's a little town called Birch Bay outside Bellingham. Well, I don't know maybe 60 miles from Abbotsford off the top of my head, I think. And yeah. we would go there and it's, it's Birch Bay. It's the Pacific ocean. It's a little tiny cove, little tiny villages, little tiny houses, cottages uh, on one side of the street. And then on the other side of the street, it's all beach and ocean. So there's little ice cream stands and stuff, but we would go there, we would park and it was just like a train of cars and people shooting, like you said, bottle rockets from their cars. Oh, yeah. All the families would be in their lawn chairs, having barbecues on the beach. Every Everybody, every little kid would be shooting off fireworks. There's kids running around the age two years old, blowing off firecrackers in their hands. And I was just like, my mom would have like not even let me. I mean, even as a grown man, my mom would not let me near fireworks. I can't imagine letting my three-year-old run around with like firecrackers and stuff and then blown off in their hands like there was there was kids yelling and screaming and dad saying oh you idiot why the hell are you why are you still holding on to it, you moron i was like uh, <laughs> why would you give your three-year-old a firework and expect them to know what to do they're three but i mean they're celebrating and that was the main thing down there is watching all the americans 
celebrate and they celebrate they did well you know uh our independence was definitely born on the back of a gun and explosions and and blowing stuff up has been an american tradition since 1776 <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true so we we break them in early here you go you're you're three can if you can crawl you can throw a black cat i remember you being, can, <laughs> you know on a, on a road trip when i lived in that area i was with my friends uh ugly ben and weber and we were just driving through heading heading back from california i think and we we're in southern washington and we saw a bunch of fireworks stands and it was like discount fireworks discount fireworks because july 4th was the day before so right. they're trying to unload their stock and their their little makeshift yeah. it's like they open up a portable building on the side of the highway just on yep. off ramp and my friends are like oh man let's go buy some fireworks and i was like sure why not and they dropped you know hundreds of dollars on all these fireworks i was like well we can't take them across the border so you guys have to shoot them all off in the next three hours so we just pulled up a dirt road, pulled off to the side, and they just sat there for like 45 minutes lighting and shooting up fireworks into the sky. And I just sat there like, wow, you guys spent so much money for, you know, 45 minutes worth of enjoyment. But to their credit, it's like 20 years later, and I'm still telling the story. So it clearly yeah. stuck with me. And not only that, they got more of them for their money than they would have gotten before the 4th of Oh, July. yeah. If they showed yeah. up the day before, they would have paid double, right? Yeah, well, they would have paid double, or they would, yeah, or they would have basically they would have got half as much stuff. Yeah, yeah. And the day after Fourth of July, it's like buy a bag, five bucks. <laughs> you know, take this crap. We can't store it. You know, you know. I mean, it's got to go. So yes. fireworks in Canada—they're hard to come by. There's not a lot of places that sell fireworks. Occasionally, on in small towns, you'll see a sign that says "Ooh, fireworks next stop." You're like, oh, that's cool. But in the States, I remember going on a road trip through uh, Alabama, Georgia, Louisiana, Tennessee, like in that whole area. And I went went up to an exit because I needed to get some gas. And as I pull over the exit, I see a sign that says world's largest fireworks store. And I look over and it was like a Costco sized building. <laughs> and I was like, what? Like, that's a business? Like, just that real estate alone to pay for that. You must be selling a lot of fireworks like in the middle of nowhere in a highway in Alabama, like the middle of right. nothing. I just found it so odd that this is like a, a business plan. Somebody like said, well, I want to world open up the world's largest fireworks store. And the people at the bank are like, hell yeah, this is America. Do it. Yeah. Well, let's make it rain on that loan. Yeah. So they just like <laughs> loan them all the money to buy this Costco sized building and then stock it full of fireworks. I was like, do people, have, they must, they must stop there and buy them. There's nothing else on the highway for, you know, hundreds of kilometers. Like, this is so weird to me. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they'll back my plan for the world's largest brothel. You know, I mean, you never know. It could <laughs> well, be a winning plan. Well, if there's, there's enough snowflakes out there that the fireworks place will get shut down after enough kids blow off their fingers. And yeah. then that real estate will be pretty cheap. You can up, open up the brothel there. It's already got the building. Man, it should be, it should be, I can't think of what would go with hose and explosions, but you know, I mean, yeah. get more bang for your buck one way or the other. There I don't, know. I don't See, know. That would work. Get banged more ways than you can count. I don't know. I mean, uh, there's so many things that you could write on a joke for a combination brothel and fireworks. And you got to have a diner. I mean, you got to have like apple pie. It's oh, so yeah. American. I'll probably gotta, you know, I probably have to carry those uh, Ikea Swedish meatballs because, you know, I mean, why not? <laughs> yeah i don't i don't know that yeah fireworks fireworks are uh, an american tradition and, and where i'm at even as much as fireworks are big around here they are nothing compared to many other places in the united states especially the south i mean they just like the. i mean come on Th these are states where they actually do a documentary about people who go out and hunt gators i mean come on <laughs> i mean oh, yes yeah i was in alabama that's down there as well yeah so yeah. that makes sense that that fireworks store would have been on that stretch of highway 
Yeah, I mean, you know, some of the people down there do fishing with dynamite, you know, <laughs> it's yeah. more efficient, you know, I mean, you know, I don't know what can, you know, Kansas is pretty much at this point, it's just no farm. That's about it. I mean, we're not like the, the badass Kansas of 1850. So I don't no, know. no, nobody's the, the badass that were in 1950, though. Well, that's, that's true. The whole world's gone soft. Oh, man. Maybe yeah. not North Korea, maybe not Russia. Yeah, probably not. So, so let me ask you this. Yeah, I mean, since I don't know much about Canadian history. I mean, what is like, how exactly did Canada get its independence? I mean, did they basically say, hey, like, hey, can we uh, like be our own country now? And then they were like, OK, sure. You know, I mean, you, you didn't you didn't have to fight them off, did you? But it's not even really its own country because our, our money still has pictures of the queen and stuff on it. Right. We're a commonwealth. So right. somewhere uh, somewhere up the chain, the queen is still in charge. So we didn't we didn't win any any freedom. But the people here, I think it costs too much. So the people in England were just like, it's it's costing too much for us to try and maintain everything. So how about we just let them govern their own shit and then we make a bunch of rules at the top that they follow and we'll call it a day. So, you know, it's like when you it's like buying a business and you buy a smaller business and you let somebody else run it. That's essentially what they did. So so basically they sublet the land. <laughs> well, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't their land. They, they took, well, they took that's the land true. From, from from the First Nations people, you know, just like America. Same thing, yeah. right? You come you know. in, it's you, you take the land, and they called it, you know, Canada. Right. Well, unfortunately, I think every land that's owned by somebody now was somebody else's at some point in time. Absolutely, so, except for except for Africa. I would bet you those people, it was theirs. Well, and it's still theirs after failed attempts by England to, you know colonize all of it depends i mean yeah there's yeah but, but they've been fighting amongst themselves too you know it's, it's kind of a it's kind of a common theme of humanity we kill each other and that's a sad sad thing oh it's terrible you know i'm much more of a make love not war kind of guy so i'm with you i mean not with other dudes but i'm with yeah. you. yeah yeah you know unless the price is right i could always use a couple you know more dollars well yeah well, so, you know, like like eight bucks, maybe fifteen. <laughs> you're cheaper than you're cheaper than I thought. Am I selling myself too short there? <laughs> I don't I know, man. Up? Should I hold Cons- out? Considering what we're selling things for on eBay, eBay right now, you might be able to get a little bit more. So yeah, I, I should probably you know think of myself to be worth a little bit more than that. I mean, you know, it is that prime Canadian booty. So yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh man, so you you really like to enjoy the watching the u.s people just completely go nuts on the fourth of july yeah, it was, it's i don't experience that i always spent every you know july 1st working so i never got to you know have the celebrations but we don't really do a lot of we I mean, we shoot some fireworks off and the, the cities and the towns i lived in they always did like a fireworks display at like you know a town hall kind of thing or a park and they would have like face painting you know typical typical celebration face painting kids you know, hot dogs, barbecue, you know, the, the typical stuff you would do. But America takes it to another level and that the fireworks, like, it's just another level. And another thing down in the States, the, the month prior to July 4th, I'm usually down in the States, obviously this year due to pandemic, I'm not able to go down. And last year due to pandemic, I wasn't able to go down. But one of my favorite things is to go shopping to see all the, and I'm here with air quotes, limited edition products which is essentially taking whatever the product is and slapping the colors red, white, and blue on it. So it'll be like limited edition America Twinkies. 
red, white, and blue like dyes on it. Limited edition Krispy Kreme donuts, red, white, and blue sprinkles on it. Limited edition Smirnoff ice, red, white, and blue. Limited edition M&Ms, just red, white, and blue. Limited edition Rice Krispies, red, white, and blue Krispies. So I was I was got off picking up all the uh, American with air quotes again, <laughs> limited edition stuff, and they didn't do anything special. They just slapped three fucking colors on it. Well, uh, yeah, you, you know, I'm going to guess they did that this year. I don't go shopping very much, but for some reason, I feel like there wasn't as much of that this year as there has been in the past. The whole the whole celebration of what it's meant to be an American for so long is just really being pushed aside by a lot of corporations and by certain people in the government and by certain amounts of the population of the United States. They really I mean, there is a there is a group, I would say, in the United States. Who would like us not to celebrate the 4th of July at all? And that's that seems completely ridiculous to me. To me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, if you believe so much that this country, you want to, you can't celebrate the independence of this, then, then maybe you should decide to go somewhere better. If you feel that you have a better country, you can get treated better in, and maybe you can, I don't say that you can't, maybe you can. If, if so, maybe you should try living there for a while. And so that's the thing I say to people. If, if you feel like there's another country that, that you'd rather go to than here, maybe they will treat you better. Maybe they will be better for you. But I also find it hard uh, for most of these people who say these kind of things. They've never left the United States. Both you and me have done, you know, fairly extensive travel. I've, I've visited some odd places. I mean, I've visited Azerbaijan. Most people don't even know where that's at. And it's north yeah. of Iran and, and it's bordered by Georgia, Armenia and Iran and the, and the, and the, um, the Caspian Sea. It's a secular Muslim country. And I visited there while the Iraq war was going on. So not too far away from where I was at, you know, there was active warfare going on. And it's a very, very different world when you you actually put foot on somebody else's land and you see the way they live. And then you, then you compare it to where you're from. And then you kind of go, well, yeah, you know what? We do have problems, but there are problems and we'll solve them. Yeah. And, you know, things aren't necessarily always better somewhere else. You know, for example, they had awesome bread over there. But do I want to probably live in Azerbaijan because they got awesome bread? No, probably not. Well, absolutely not. Because after you eat the bread, you got to use the toilet. And I already heard about the toilet paper there. Yeah. Yes. The toilet paper in Azerbaijan, especially the airport, was the worst toilet paper I've ever experienced in my life. It was literally it was literally like just slightly above that pressed wood you can buy at like home depot or lowe's like where you actually see the chunks of wood in it like the like the texture it was amazing i wish i had an example of it it was so horrible so no matter but, what the bread is delicious but it's not worth the aftermath. yeah but you know what it was a it was a beautiful country and uh you know many of the people over there you know they're they're very hospitable they're very you know, a lot of women are very beautiful over there. They, you know, definitely have the somewhat Persian look. I mean, because they're very close to Iran, which is, you know, formerly Persia. You know, lots, you know, olive skin, lots of, you know, black hair, black eyes, very, you know, very, very beautiful. Yeah. But the thing is, the point that I'm trying to make with all this, though, is is between, you know, like my trip there, I've been to China, I've been to, you know, Estonia and, and Switzerland and, and Germany and England. And, you know, whether it's like a more of a third world country or a second world country or a first world country, you really get a different flavor for what it's like as an American, when you visit these other places. And I look forward to spending more time in those places as, as we've talked about yeah. and really, and really getting to see 
uh, of more of what it's it's all about. And and so for the people who who are like, I hate America or America sucks and I don't want to be here and I want to destroy everything. If you haven't maybe actually gone and visited somewhere else and all you have is just your viewpoint, you're kind of looking in a mirror and you're talking without understanding a lot of things. Well, a viewpoint without experience isn't a viewpoint. It's just an asshole opinion. You know what I mean? Exactly. You need the experience to have the better viewpoint and a better opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, and, and whether it's, uh, you know, whether it's an Asian or an African-American or whatever, and they decide and they say, well, you know, based on my experience growing up, America is horrible. Okay. I can, I can understand that. I don't well, have. Can, yeah. You can get behind uh, yeah. that hundred percent. Yeah. I don't have your viewpoint growing up. I don't know what it's like. I do. I do know that just for the simple color of my skin, I had to duck walking home a couple of miles from roving gangs uh, that, that tried to kick my butt for no reason. And it was an extremely challenging and I didn't understand. Well, no, no, let's, let's rephrase that. It's, yeah. It's not like they try to kick your butt for no reason. No, no, no. no. To kick your butt personally for no the reason. color yes. of my skin. Yes. Yeah. But for the, the oppression that they or their ancestors had to go through. Right. Right. Your right. color was what caused their anguish. Yes. But, but did you understand that back then? Of course not. I was 10 years old. I came from an elementary school where I was friends with everybody. I, yeah. I, hung, I hung out with, you know, uh, white kids. I hung out with black kids. I hung out with uh, Hispanic children. Uh, I was friends with the, the only Asian uh, children that was in the school, which was a Korean family that lived right across from the school. And I was friends with, the, with uh, John who was the, the, the son and then his, his, his sister, who I can't remember her name right now, but they were the only agents at the school. I mean, this is 1975, you know, 1976. Uh, America was much different demographically back then. And so I was friends with everybody. I had sleepovers over at my friend Don Zell's house and I experienced a different culture and it was okay because you know what? We were just friends. My, my whole perspective when I was a kid is that I looked at everybody as an American first did I see, you know, I, you know, these people who say, I don't see color. That's impossible. You see color because uh, it's, it's part of the spectrum of light. You see it. How but, great but would I it be if we could all go back to the mentality that we had as children? Oh, you know, it, it would be so great. I mean, and, you know, honestly, when I was in elementary school, I got into more fights with white kids than anybody else. It wasn't until I went to a little bit older age to where I got exposed to uh, people who didn't know me that I had to worry about these kind of things. And I didn't understand it. I was completely lost. I'm like, I don't know why people are trying to attack me for, well, at that point, I mean, it's basically, I'd say no reason, but obviously there was a reason I was yeah. white. It was just that I was white. And, uh, and so, you know, do you ask me, has that colored my opinion of people? I, yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, I can't say that it hasn't, but up, up to that point, I was much more bias free. And I think, I think, you know, I think unless you come from a family that's very racist and you'll see, you know, like on Jerry Springer, like I raised my kids as, you know, in the hate, you know, people, yeah. unless, unless you come from a family like that, I think most children are pretty bias free. I mean, you know, they're, they're friends with kids because they want to be friends with the kid. If yeah, you the just want to play, you just yeah. want to play and you yeah. don't care who it is. You just want to play. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't matter anything that those kind of things that that 
people worry about. It, it's mainly just, is the kid cool to play with or is he an asshole or is yeah. she an asshole? If they're an asshole, then it doesn't matter if they look, if they're your twin, <laughs> you don't want to <laughs> play with them because they're an asshole, you know? Uh, and, and so, yeah, I miss, I miss the feelings that I had during the seventies and I, I miss how I feel like the seventies when it turned into the eighties turned into uh, a lot of division. And I, and I do feel like it, in some points, a lot of things happened that, that started pushing the division that we see in, in the United States today. I, you know, I don't want to get too much into the, all the, the problems that we have. Like yeah, I said, no, we that's, have that's another completely yeah, another episode. Yeah, we're going to yeah. stick to Fourth cele- of July. celebrate yeah. July 4th. The differences between you celebrating now versus right. you celebrating as a child the difference of me not celebrating my independence as much as I enjoyed watching Americans celebrate their independence. Right. To me, right. that's just, that's just weird. I mean, I love my country. I love being part of it. I think honestly, like no offense to you and where you grew up. I honestly think this country here is more superior when it comes to day-to-day life and appreciation acceptance of others. And on a global scale, we're, we're more appreciated as a country because, you know, we don't have the, like you said, your, your country's born out of, you know, war and guns and stuff so you, you have to be if that's how your country is created you you got to keep with that outlook you got to people see you as that you're going to have you can never go soft at that point you know what i mean well and it's tough america can't go soft because then they're no longer the country that they started off being by being tough so unfortunately that leads to shitty opinions that people have of people in your country all over the world like when i travel living in a foreign country I, I make sure that when somebody says, oh, you're from America, I was like, I'm, I'm Canadian. I mean, I love Americans. I love America. I really do. I go there every chance I get. I love so many things about it. I've never really had a bad experience at all, but I don't want them thinking I'm American because somebody out there just fucking doesn't like them. You know what I mean? And I don't want to be, like you said, scared to walk somewhere because somebody thinks I'm something that I didn't know I was. Yeah. Well, sorry. I, I do apologize if that offended you. Just say no, that. I think my country no. is. You know, the thing is this, again, despite the fact that I do think as a country we should celebrate the things that at one point were used to pull us together to unify us. I mean, the understanding of the Constitution, the understanding of our rights, the celebration of our Independence Day, you know, the the Star-Spangled Banner, all these things that they've tried to, to take away from people, it takes away any commonality. How do you, how do you have uh, a country that has any sort of cohesion, if you completely destroy any concept of what cohesion is. Again, I don't think that necessarily America is the greatest country in the world. Not all the time. At times we may have been. At yeah, times, absolutely. you know, and, it's, and at some point we may be again. But the thing is, is that I don't think that we need to be the greatest in the world. We need to be the best at being Americans. And that's all we need to worry about. We don't need to worry about if we're better than somebody else. We should worry about you know, who we are as a country. But the problem I have is the fact that the people who, a lot of people in this country are actively trying to destroy what America is and, and to make it stand for nothing. And for me, that's a problem. Uh, I do wish that some of the things that we stood for would change a little bit or soften. Uh, I, I, I don't know, you know, I, I've never thought uh, 
for a long time that we need to be the world's policeman. We've been the world's policeman forever. And you know what? We need to just stay out of some people's crap and that's okay. Well, but I mean, to, be say, a, to be a self-imposed policeman is kind of a dickhead move. You know what I mean? It, it, it is. I, and I, and I, and I agree with that. But on the other hand, you know, it's kind of like the, I, sometimes you need the big brother to protect the little brother. Well, it's the walk softly and carry a big stick that Theodore Roosevelt uh, advocated for. You know, I, I think we should probably, you know, stick more to ourselves. I think we need to be more self-sufficient. I have a big problem with the fact that we've outsourced almost all of our manufacturing to China. I think that is really, really stupid. And then, in fact, I think that most of the politicians for the 90s, many of them are traitors to our country. But I also feel that way about many of the, the people who ran businesses back then. We sold out the American people for the almighty dollar. But then again, when it comes to America, what's more American than selling people out for the more American, you yeah. know, for more dollars? And, 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 and instead of doing what was right for America, everybody became about what was, you know, right for themselves and the country. But again, uh, you know, that's, you know, I, I just think that the 4th of July needs to stay an important holiday and it, and it still needs to be, it still needs to be something that whether you have problems with the founding fathers, or if you don't have problems with the founding fathers, you do need to acknowledge that as flawed human beings, they've given you the system that allows you to bitch about them now, because oh, yeah. a lot of, a lot of countries, guess what? You start bitching too much, you just disappear in the middle of the night. And while yeah. that may happen a little bit in the U.S. as well, and I'm not going to touch on those subjects, it hasn't happened as much. Either that or they just basically consider us free-range humans and we're all living in cells. We just don't know it. <laughs> no, that's the good thing about both of our countries is the, the freedom to, you know, you, you could, if let's say President Biden walked down the street with his entourage or his security and you said, hey, Biden, go fuck yourself they really couldn't do anything about it. And that's pretty powerful words to a pretty powerful man. And to get away with it, that's a pretty fucking awesome country. Yes. Right? I, I don't, yeah. I don't think if you said that to Saddam Hussein, when he walked by, oh, you'd, still, he, you'd still be breathing. Exactly. So like we both live in a country that's very fortunate to be able to speak our mind, even be as derogatory as possible to the leader of the country. And they, they pretty much like they'd be pissed off, but they couldn't really legally do anything about it well in biden's case i'm not sure he'd understand what i said anyway so no it's, I mean, probably, it's fine <laughs> i mean you you could even whatever president it was i i know and, I'm just, and you, I'm, you'd be able to get away with it you know what i mean it's i'm, I'm just joshing it's, it's a pretty perfect crime yeah and it's due no, to the freedoms of our countries exactly and, and that's and what I, you need to celebrate yeah i i think we need to celebrate i i think this fourth of july uh, I, I hope tomorrow is celebrated by many people and they have a great time with their family and they blow a lot of crap up and they celebrate getting through this pandemic that we've had and they, they get together with family because, you know, I worry that all of a sudden this fall, it's going to be, oh, way four and oh, more lockdowns and oh, this and we're not going to be able to have people to get together and and, and what do you do? I mean, you are at the mercy of those who have the weapons and the laws and, uh, you know, uh, you know, I won't, you know, say, you know, it's your country. Obviously, I pay attention to some of what's going on. I mean, you have a very lockdown happy government, it seems like up there, you know. Uh, it's uh, just a, a power tripping young dude that's terrified of losing the, the grip he has. Yeah. But, you know, and, that that's okay for right now because yeah. other countries are still quarantining us when we travel. So until I have freedom to travel to other countries... I'm not going to worry about the quarantine in my country. So I know it's not just here. It's other places as well. And 
you know what if it makes people safer i'll give it another couple months but i'm I don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't want to get into it honestly I think. no 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 i mean i'm 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 happy you know what i i i go to work uh i can go grocery shop and i can do my things i don't get to have all the fun that i'd like to be having yeah uh concerts are starting to come back a little bit although yeah. my my love form is actually just kind of dried up a little bit it, it, i'm kind of weird like, it's yeah. weird when you when you don't get to do the things you love doing it sort of just dissipates from your heart yeah you're like uh well that was cool but maybe i'm over it yeah it's it's I feel like it's kind of like, it's kind of like muscles. Like if you don't work out, your muscles just kind of go away. You know, they just kind of fade away. And, and, I, was, and I was, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> well, I was going to say, you know, and, and going to concerts and staying up late was like a muscle that I worked out. I mean, I was going out sometimes three, four concerts in a week. I mean, it was crazy. And now it's like, I go three to four months between actually seeing a live event and I just, I just feel like I don't really care anymore. I'm more concerned with, you know, the things that we talked about, like, yeah. Hey, I want to find a beach and Hey, I want to just, you know, maybe, you know, that's also my age, you know, and I just, I just want to find that sense of contentment and, and, and have some happiness and have some joy. And, and, you know, like today driving around traffic was horrible. I'm just sitting there thinking, God, I really don't want to live <laughs> in a city with all this traffic and just yeah. watching people drive like idiots. And, and I'm just like, I don't want that. I, I want, you know, people complain like, Oh, I go to, you know, you know, blank, blank country in South America and everything's just slow. You know, it's, they have that whole culture of manana, you know, it'll yeah. get done when it gets done. And it's like, you know what, maybe you should slow down and learn a little patience. I mean, things still get done. They get done at a slower pace. We're just, we're just super anal retentive and we're just like, get things done, 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 you know? And, and it's like, and, and no one ever, but the thing is, is the sad thing I feel like about Americans is we, we focus on our to-do list all the time. And we focus on all the things that we need to get done. And we never, we never step back enough and really smell the roses. We never step back and look at, and look at like, Oh, look at all the things I accomplished because as soon as something's knocked off the to-do list, it's just gone. You know, you have this to-do list. It's never, never ending, you know? And I'm like, well, what about having a to-done list where you look at your list and you go, wow, look at all these things I accomplished. And then every once in a while, you can just go, wow, I got a lot done. I yeah. sold a whole, I sold a whole box of GI Joes for $4,000. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, 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 you know, I shift my uh, perspective on what's important to me. And the thing is, is that all you focus on is always what's on your to-do list you're never satisfied because that list never ends. I think Ferris Bueller said it best. He life did. Move, life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. Exactly. <coughs> yeah. Wise man, Ferris Bueller. Wise man. Yeah. So I think we're going to wrap this up here and I'm looking forward to hearing about your celebration the next time we chat. Absolutely. And you can tell me if it's as great as you would hoped it was, or if it was as bad as you'd hoped it wouldn't be. Well, as long as I come back from it with all my appendages, it'll be a, it'll be a success. I tell you, man, bring out the mortar, bring it, surprise the shit out of the people that you're sitting down with. They're like, what the hell is that? And then you can get into the whole spiel of the story about how your dad built it. Yeah. And then I didn't tell you that he had a mount that was actually, you could specifically mount to the edge of the truck. So you had like a, like a, like you could aim it, like tilt it and everything. Oh, nice. my, my dad was a genius, you know? Yeah. My, yeah, my was, dad, my dad was an alcoholic. I don't, he probably built something to hold his drinks in his car while he's driving. He probably had something like that, but didn't have any cool firework launching mortar machine. Let me tell you that. 
<laughs> well, my dad was an alcoholic too. And probably while we were driving around shooting those <laughs> off, he probably had a Budweiser in his hand as well, well as, like, a, Mar- as, well as a, as a Winston. But like you said, so. it was the seventies and uh, <laughs> it was a lot different. Yeah. Yeah. You took your life in your own hands and if you survived it, well, everything was all right. All right. All right. That's right. <laughs> All right, man. It's been a good chat. It's nice to hear a perspective from an American about their July 4th celebration because I've never actually sat and talked to anybody about it. I just used to enjoy the celebration myself as a a bystander, just a voyeur, if you will. All right. Well, thanks, Mr. Clay. Uh, As always, I enjoy talking about uh, myself and or my country. (laughs) And a a great country it is. And if I was there, I'd be celebrating with you. Tater salad, barbecue, barbecue, barbecue. I'm happy with that shit. Yeah, And if it means I get to say, hey, you know, happy birthday, the country I'm living in, that's just an added bonus to all that delicious food and friendship. Absolutely. Well, everybody, I I hope you enjoyed this episode of Answers for Everything and Mr. Clay. I don't think we answered anything, though. Well, no, we answered my opinion on what I think about America, probably. That's about it. So we probably shouldn't release this episode in America because you might, you know, have to still (laughs) hide on your way walking home from work at school now. Perhaps they can figure out who Charlie Ray is. Thanks again for tuning in to Mr. Clay and Charlie Ray. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and some of our thoughts about what the 4th of July means to to us as both an American and as a Canadian. That's correct. Peace out, Nodals. Peace out.